once again greetings in Jesus name I want to give a proposal tonight that Jesus Christ owns the key that opens and closes any door whatsoever we may experience my theme today keep the faith in trouble times I want to say again in the midst of trouble keep the faith on the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ faith in God comes any in every storm faith in God still moves mountains remember the chorus prayer is the key to heaven but faith unlocks the door I want to continue by saying faith opens unseen doors faith opens impossible doors faith opens every unopened door Jesus Christ owns the keys that opens and close any door whatsoever so my theme today for your motivation and encouragement keep the faith in troubled times my motivation for preaching once again is Hebrews chapter 12 Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 for the word of God is one it is alive and powerful two supper than any double-edged sword three it penetrates even to the dividing four of the soul and spirit so God's word is powerful divide the soul and the spirit five it cuts through joints and marrow six it judges the thoughts and the attitudes of your heart and dead of mine I say the word of God is alive and powerful I say it's a it is sharper than any double-edged sword it cuts it penetrates even to the dividing of the soul and spirit it cuts through the joints and marrow it judges the thoughts and the attitudes of our heart complementary to Hebrew chapter 4 verse 12 we find this revolutionary text 2nd Timothy 3 16 and this is what it says about God's Word the mind of Christ one all scripture one is God breath and is a useful for teaching be useful for rebuking C useful for correcting D useful for training in righteousness I want again say to you my theme today keep the faith even in times of troubles I said keep the faith even in difficult times keep the faith even in dark times keep the faith even in troubling times why faith in God calms every storm faith in God still moves mountains I say remember the chorus prayer is the key to heaven but faith unlock the doors faith in Christ open unseen doors faith in Jesus opens impossible doors faith in Jesus opened every unopened door and Jesus Christ owns the key of heaven and upon the face of the earth once again greetings in the matchless name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ I'm Kevin Williams 
from Death Punctual Ministries with my talk, Ancient Principles from the Bible for Today's Problems. I say we desire and we need the biblical ancient principles that has withstood the test of time. All may change, but Jesus never. Glory to his wonderful name. Heaven and earth will pass away, but this is the irrevocable statement from the word of God. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass. My word will never cease. My word will never come to an end. And so it is a, it is a firm foundation, the gospel of the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It is my intention to show by Scripture and through Scripture that Jesus Christ is God. Listen to these Scriptures. 1 Philippians 2 verse 10 That at the name of Jesus not at my name not in the name of a politician not in the name of a president, not in the name of the Pope, irrespective of who they are. Listen to this again. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in the earth, even things under the earth. So there are three levels that will bow before Jesus. Things upon the earth, things upon things under the earth and things in heaven. Two, Romans chapter 14 verse 11. Listen to this. For it is written, as I love, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. I say, every tongue shall confess, um, every knee shall bow before the person of Messiah, the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He, they will bow before our Redeemer. They will bow before our Rescuer. They will bow before our Deliverer, the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Point three, Psalm 72, verse 11. Psalm 72, verse 11. Yes, all kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall serve him. Now listen to this. Isn't this majestic? All nations shall serve him. All nations, all tongues shall bow before Jesus. Yes, listen to this. Even King Charles, all kings shall fall before the name and the feet of Jesus. For Matthew 10 verse 32 Whosoever therefore shall confess me before man him will I confess also before my father which is in heaven it is my intention and I am deliberate in my definitiveness that I want to represent the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He is my Messiah. He is my Redeemer. He is my Rescuer. He is my Protector. And He is the Creator of the entire universe. I call all believers that rely upon Jesus for safety and deliverance and that believe in the person of Christ to do the following 
as per Ephesians chapter 5 verse 16. Listen to this. It, it calls for your attention. I say relax and listen to the meditation today. This is not my word. I'm but a voice. I want to be a voice in the world of darkness and say Jesus is the light of the world. The, Jesus is the Lamb of God that has come to take away the sins of the world. Ephesians chapter 5, 16. Redeem the time because the days are evil. I say COVID or the corona pandemic has unleashed a global attack from the forces of darkness to kill, to destroy, to maim, and to to cause global pandemic and confusion, anxiety, fear, and stress. But fear not, Jesus is God. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is God. Secondly, I remind you today, as per the words of Jesus, as found in John's Gospel, Chapter 16, verse 33. I say I want you to listen to John's Gospel, 16, Now this is the words of Jesus while it was on the face of the earth. Listen to these words. These things I have spoken unto you, we were warned, that in me you might have peace. In this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I want to give this a greater rendition. John's Gospel 16, verse 33. These things I have spoken unto you. It means the Lord has, has informed us in the word of God about this time that we are at. That in me, you might have peace. In the midst of a storm, we can have the peace of God. Jesus has come the storm by the spoken word. And what happens? We saw he walks on the water. That which is tumultuous, that which is unstable, he brings stability in sinking sand. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. Peace in the midst of instability. Peace amidst darkness. Peace amidst a storm. In the world you will have tribulation. I say this whole thing of ESCOM is part of a global onslaught to bring stress, panic, and anxiety to our lives. But listen to the words of Jesus. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good courage. Be of good cheer, Jesus says, I have overcome the world. So Jesus is victorious over life, death, Satan, and the grave. And so in the midst of instability, Jesus is our firm foundation. I'm excited of, I'm excited about God's word, and therefore I want to I want to uh, you know, just just take it slow and, and, and I want you to concentrate with me. I call all my listeners to daily make this confession of faith for victory in troubled times. As per 1 John 5 verse 5. I don't know what you are going through. 
I don't know what you are experiencing. I'm thankful that I don't know. God knows everything. I am limited, but God is unlimited. I'm temporal, but God is permanent. I say 1 John 5, 5 is the antidote for troubled times. It is my, it is my, it is my declaration of faith in troubled times. Who is he that overcomes the world? Do you want to overcome the world? Irrespective of what is going on, then do this. Who is he that overcome the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. I say I will overcome the world with this declaration. Jesus is the Son of God. Now if I say Jesus is the Son of God, then I can relax in Jesus because God will make a way where there seems to be no way. We have started last week with the investigation of the 19th word, the definite article, the word the. Let's review our current word under investigation, the word the. One, in the English grammar, our word the is known as a definite article. It gives emphasis to the noun. Two, our word the is the 19th word in Psalm 121 verse 2. Three, our word is constructed by three letters of the alphabet, which is the letter T equals 9, the letter H equals 5, and the letter E equals 5, and the letters together equals the value of the number 19. 4. The definite article acts like a pointer, showing direction to a specific individual or person. In these times of uncertainty, of stress, of fear, of panic, of pandemonium, I call upon you to, a, to focus on a specific person, a specific individual that came into our world more than 2,000 years ago, the person of Messiah, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The definite article, point five, reveals the uniqueness of the person spoken of in the text. Six, it places emphasis on the, exclus the exclusiveness of this particular person. I say Jesus is unique and he is exclusive. He, he does not stand with religion because he did not give the world religion. He gave us a relationship. So Jesus has nothing to do with religion. He has everything to do with being in relationship with you or to place us back into relationship with the Father. Point seven, it reveals that the person identified is one of a kind. There is no comparison with Jesus. He is one of a kind. He is incompatible and has no equality in heaven or upon the face of the earth. Point eight, this definite article introduces the uniqueness of Christ 
and he dominates scripture from the book of Genesis right unto Revelation and the dispensations beyond the book of Revelations. Now listen to this. The uniqueness of Christ is documented in scripture as per Isaiah 45, 5 and 6. Listen to this. Now this, if this is not unique, then I want you to review the scripture. This is the exclusivity of Christ revealed. It is the incomparability of Christ with any other God. Other gods are idols. Jesus is the unseen reality that causes heaven and earth to exist and to appear. Isaiah 45, 5 and 6. I am the Lord and there is none other. Listen to this. He says, I am the Lord and there is no comparison to me. Besides me, there is no God. Jesus Christ is God and beside him there is no other. There is no God but him. He is unique and he is exclusive. The person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Listen to his promises. I will good you, though you have not known me, that men may know from the rising to the setting of the sun that there is no one besides me. I'm the Lord, and there is none other. Listen to the emphasis that there is no one besides me. I'm the Lord. And there is no other. Now I say this is exclusive. I say this is unique. Why go for imitation when we can have the authentic person of the universe? The, the, the celebrity of the universe. The person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let us run into our investigation of the 19th word. The definite article the. Point A. The significance of the number 19. I want, to, I want to zoom in on the number 19. One, the definite article, the, has a value of 19, but it's also positioned in Psalm 21, verse 2, as the 19th word. Point two, we find the word the as the fifth word in Psalm 21, verse 2, but with a position 19 in the text. Point three, as per the Hebrew Hamatria, the number 19 refer to the completion or the consummation of time. It means a closure of time. I have just celebrated my 37th year in the police, and it means it has brought closer to a circle because when I entered SAPS there was district commissioner now that I'm on my way out the district commissioner is back in our operations point four the Jewish calendar is based on a 19th year cycle of the sun and the moon. Five, there are seven leap months added into each 19th year cycle to align the cycle 
of the sun and the moon. So there's something about the sun and the moon that calls for our attention. Point six. The ancient pictograph of the 19th Hebrew letter of the Jewish alphabet is thought to present the sun as the horizon. It's a horizontal line running through a cycle. Point seven. The sun on the horizon would represent a cycle of time. So Genesis 1 verse 19 is tied to the sun and the moon and its 19-year cycle. Point eight. The destruction of Jerusalem and that of the temple in, in five 87 BC is tied to the number 19 as per Jeremiah 52 verse 19. Point 9. At the end of King Solomon's reign, the 12 tribes were split into the northern and the southern kingdoms. Point 10. The northern kingdom or house of Ephraim or Joseph, listen to this, had 19 kings before the Assyrian army conquered them. The southern kingdom, or the house of Judah, had 19 kings before the Babylonian army destroyed them. So there's something significant of the number 19. It's, it is closing a chapter. God is calling us to be alert, to be out of our sleep, and to concentrate on the time, redeem the time, because the days are evil. Seek God in the midst of darkness. Seek fellowship with Jesus in the midst of a storm. Point 11. Therefore, the number 19 is significant because it's tied to the completion of a cycle of time. Point 12, I call your attention to, to the times that at hand. As per Ephesians chapter 5 verse 16. Point 12 again, I call your attention to the times at hand. The COVID-19 pandemic. What one explosive of trauma, of panic, of fear, of stress. Millions and millions of people were affected. And billions of people were infected. And death and tears is still hovering upon the souls of our nations. I call your attention to these times. As per Ephesians 5.16. This, this is what the word calls us to do. He says, redeem the time because the days are evil. The sons of Issachar uh, are, are well known for they were discerning the times as if they are watching what is happening in our world and they get their lives in order with God. Point 13. Luke's Gospel, chapter 21, verse 25. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth. Distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves are roaring. 
Listen again to Luke's Gospel, chapter 21, verse 25. Speaks about the signs of the times. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars upon the face of the earth. Distress of nations with perplexity. The sea and the waves that are roaring. So something is has happened, something is about to happen, and something may happen. But I say in the midst of a storm, call to Jesus. Remember when people say, when people, when Peter came to Jesus says, don't you care? Jesus says, you of little faith. There's something, there's power in the name of Jesus. I want to look at point B. The prophetic symbol of the number 19. What is the prophetic symbolism of the number 19? One, according to the Hebrew, Chematria, the number 19 is a symbol of divine order and God's judgment. God can open a, a cycle and God can close a cycle. So according to the Hebrew, Chematria, the number 19 is a symbol of divine order. Remember, Jesus reigns and rules, and he commissioned the wind and the waves. He reigns supernaturally beyond the sun and the moon. He keeps the galaxies, he keeps specks and deep space in the palm of his hands. So this is divine order and God's judgment. God is going to judge the world. Are you ready? I want to be ready. Jesus, have mercy upon me. Point two, Luke chapter 17, verse 25. Listen to this. Likewise, also as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sought, they planted, and even they built. But the same day that long, when Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Point three, chapter 19 of Genesis, Lot being rescued from Sodom and Gomorrah. I say Jesus Christ is the number, is the number 19. He is my redeemer, he is my rescuer, and he is my deliverer. Point four, the days of Lot represents as a type of Christ returning, which is a consummation of a cycle at hand. Jesus is coming back. I don't know when, but I know someday he will. Point five, the 19th book of the Bible is the book of Psalms. Psalm 19 is about the heavens declaring the glory of God. Again, the sun and the moon are implied. Point six, the 19th letter in Hebrews is the letter Kuf, and it refers and calls the believer to holiness in the midst of unholy living, to be set apart in the midst of, of what we see in our world today. Point seven, 19 prophetically means faith in God will be rewarded. Faith in God will move mountains. Point eight. 
Amazing Hebrews chapter 11 documented 19 people of faith. Now in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, we find 19 names. We call it the heroes of faith. It means 19 is significant of time and seasons. Now listen to the words of Martin Luther King about faith. Faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. Irrespective of the world out there, you focus on the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and you will not go down but go up. You will not have a nose dive, but you will have a sky dive. It is in the midst of troubled times that we can have stability in sinking sand. So faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase I want to run to a close look at my last point point C faith in troubled times somebody said these words about faith faith is the perception and the pursuit of the unsealed realm we are not called to 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 build to buy and to acquire the physical the temple no we are called by faith to look for a city that is built by god beyond space and time point one faith in troubled times one we discover in hebrew chapter 11 19 heroes of faith Point two, our first encounter with the subject of faith is not Hebrews chapter 11, but the Old Testament book of Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. This is what it says, for the righteous will live by faith. Point three, as Habakkuk had recorded people have always been saved by faith, not by works. Point four, listen to my word of knowledge, receive this following the universal criterion for all ages to please god is not works but obedience and faith in the person of the lord and savior jesus christ point five our first example of faith before the flood of noah as per hebrew chapter 11 is a man called abel point six Hebrew chapter 11 verse 4 states the following statement about the faith of Abel. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Point 7. As per Hebrew Chamotea, the name of Abel has a numerical value of 37. Point 8. The number 37 refer to perfection, sanctification, and to be saved. Point nine, the COVID-19 dispensation, the unfolding of global evil, calls for num numbers, chapter 3, verse 7, for all believers to consider. Point 10, numbers, chapter 3, verse 7, is the... 3,700th verse of the Bible, with the Lord selecting the Levites to be the tribe of priests. 
And this is what we are called to be holy in the midst of an unholy world. Point one, God is selecting believers today to be holy. Point two, to be set apart. Point three, for serving God in the midst of darkness, we must transmit the light of the world, the person of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So God calls us to be holy. God calls us to be set apart. And God calls us to serve him, not the world. Point 11. Number 37 coincides with 1 Peter 2 verse 9. Numbers, 30, Numbers chapter 3 verse 7 coincides with 1 Peter 2.9. A. But you are a chosen people. B. You are a royal priesthood. C. We are a holy nation. D. God's special possession. E. That you may declare the praises of him. F. Who called you out of darkness. And G. Into his wonderful light. Point 12. According to the book of Jeremiah. Chapter 32 verse 27. It is the 777th Bible chapter. In the word of God. These words is our foundation in troubled times. Behold I am the Lord. The God of all flesh. Is anything too difficult for the Lord. I say COVID pandemic has no comparison with the incompatibleness, the exclusivity, and the uniqueness of Jesus. Run to Jesus in the midst of your storm. I close my pastoral meditation with Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please God for he that cometh to God must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I want to say again, the 777th Bible chapter, Jeremiah chapter 32 verse 27. Listen to these words. As our foundation in sinking sand times. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is anything too difficult for me? Now I say that in the midst of my blood cancer, if Jesus could cure me, he, he postponed my death, he extended my life, then I say nothing is impossible for Jesus. This is Kevin Williams from Death Postponed Ministries, The Peace of the Lord be with you. Amen.